With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is May 2nd, 8 a.m. We got Bernie Brashears on, and we're going to be doing a tutorial. So you can all refer to this episode. You will be referred to this episode when you want to get a trust with Bernie. This is going to be the trust application. We're going to go through this line by line so you can just follow along and pause at will and, and get her done because we know um, the system is a stickler for details. So having said that, um, we're, we're just going to start right now. So I'm over here pulling up my uh, document. Oh, i got dogs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Got to deal with it. Okay, so Bernie, just um, go ahead, uh, take it away. I have my application in front of me. So. Okay, is this the one that I just sent you? Yes. On uh, petition, on Skype. Good. The petition unto. And how do you? How, yeah, how do you the, the title that? on it up at the top is uh, is three point nine. Yes. Is uh, yeah three point nine. Uh, this one I just went through today, and uh, and and there's a little more than just a petition. There's a little bit of stuff about when you just immediately after you get the trust, so you can see why I ask for the information that I ask. Uh, right. First off, it says referred by Rocco and Mel, and uh, and then when you. Uh, uh, when when you uh, date of your application, I need that. And CRT, pre-RV Corporation Soul or post-RV Corporation Soul. Most of you just need the cor- the CRT, Charitable Religious Trust. And then your the applicant's full name. And your address, city, state, county, not country. It's county. So if it's like uh, if you're in Houston, it's Harris County, Texas. Um, And this is your, you know, when the IRS asks you for an address, they want your street address. They want a, a physical location, especially when they're when they're asking for the EIN. They want a physical location. They want a street address. They want a route and box number. But you can give me a post office box, and that's okay. You can give me a drop box. That's okay. I just need to get mail to you. And that, that's what I need here on the address. And please, no uh, exotic punctuation, uh, like some people try to tell you that you can hide who you are by, by punctuation. Uh, all I I use this information if I if it's entered really straight clean I can 
do your your uh, database very quickly just by highlighting with my mouse and sliding it over to my database. But if it's got uh, like a colon after your middle name, it doesn't work. I have to go through and, and take some time. And if I miss, if I don't see it, then uh, the, the program glitches out and I have to do it again. So uh, just, you know, my, my name is Bernie Edward Bashir, so uh, I would just put Bernie Edward Bashir's. No right. I'll, 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 I'll jump in here really quick. You know, what, what we're both saying is no patriot mythology stuff. Just do the straight name off the given, the given name off the certificate of live birth. You know, that's to sum yeah. it all up. Yeah, if they put your name in all caps on the birth certificate, that's irrelevant. You just use your normal right. upper lower case like you did in the first grade. No problem. Sure. Uh, and many times people only have a cell phone these days. Uh, if you have a cell phone, you can enter it in both day phone and cell phone. Or just enter it in cell phone, and and I'll take care of it. If you have Skype, it really helps if you put in your Skype ID. Uh, email address. Oh. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Which which re which reminds me, that's a great idea because you know we're doing this as a tutorial here. Um, there there might be some justification or need to even start up a, a Skype room, but that's just a thought I had, you know, where, where people could chime in, but just a thought. That's a good idea. Anyway. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. great idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other Skype it that way. Okay. Yeah, we used to do it that way, so that's just something I'm thinking of right now. That's why I'm, I'm doing this, so we can all brainstorm and get through this together uh, with with uh, no little to no Maximum okay. effectiveness, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay. If you have a fax, great. Uh, I don't have a fax, but uh, if you have a fax and you have a a problem getting the EIN for some reason, then you can fax in your form and it cuts the time in half. Fax in. A, I'll have to do a special SS4 for you, but you can fax it in. And then they'll fax it back to you in a week or so. If you mail it in, in the snail mail, then it might take three weeks. And email, and a secondary email if you, if you have one. Now, here's where we're starting to get into things that, that people forget. Uh, it's in red, founding society name. That's a name that you would call your family uh, or something that would inspire your family. Now, there are line-by-line -line instructions down below. And, uh, and what it says, uh, you know, you could call yourself uh, uh, whatever. One guy uh, who lived in, uh, in Colorado called his Chimney Rock Society after a local landmark. Uh, if you're so inclined and you live in North Georgia, 
You could call it Guidestone Family or something, or oh, Guidestone Society. If right. I said hey, if you're so inclined. <laughs> right, right. Hey, I, a quick question here. Now, the Founding Society, does that have to be a different oh name? Let's say you're going to get, because you have Corporation Soul underneath it. That's for the, the people that, you know, sort of advance. Right. Now, would a Corporation Soul have to be different than the founding society's name? Could they be the same name or what? It, it could be. What I what I suggest is that if you have, say, uh, uh, like uh, Peaceful Solution Society okay. or your founding society, then uh, the corporation soul could be Peaceful Solution Mission. Right. It's similar like name, deviation. but yes, society or mission, society or ministry, society or convention, there we go. or society okay. or assembly. You know, and these are suggestions that are given down below. It's the like title, a the default, yeah, it's a. Um, there are definitely two entities there. One is the unincorporated association called your society and the other one is the incorporated office that's incorporated as a sec as a religious uh, spiritual corporation which is above you know it pre-existed the filing with the government therefore the government did not create it and the uh, the the creature owes its servitude to its creator so a normal corporation that's created by the state owes its servitude to the state. But they recognize in the statutes that your corporation's soul preexisted the filing with the government. So they're recognizing they did not create it. They do not, it does not owe its servitude to them. Okay. Uh, now, you know what? I, I had a quick question, too. How would you work in the word if someone said, explain to me Elamasonary, how how would you describe how that fits into the charitable religious trust? I had had a question about that. Elamasonary well, trust an Elamasonary trust is basically a charitable trust. Okay. Uh just a different word. Right. And uh uh I I used to use that word. Uh, I yes. don't use it anymore. I use a spiritual organization. Um, they, I used to, I, for a while I was using it in the description of what kind of a trust it was. And uh -huh. now uh, I'm using what I'm, the, I'm describing the trust as being a, uh, a, 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 a trust that's created by under spiritual jurisdiction by a court uh, in spiritual jurisdiction, and it's private between consenting parties. Okay. And this just totally brings it off out of their jurisdiction. They have some jurisdiction over, they can claim some jurisdiction in some cases, over charitable trust. This is a charitable trust, but it's under spiritual jurisdiction. So it's uh, it, it, you would have to be leaving spiritual jurisdiction and entering 
secular jurisdiction by committing some kind of a crime on their soil, in their jurisdiction. Um, like, you know, I, I've often used, or I've used in the past, not often, but I've used the example of the Boston bishops and their pedophiles. They were damaging social security number holding children. They were damaging state property. They got away with it for many, many years. But when they when they approached it as and you're not going to find this on the record, I don't think. When they're when they when they found that they were they could charge them for damaging state property, they started getting convictions. That's one of those things that's silent judicial notice. Uh, but you just you stay out. You don't go out and say I'm I'm a corporation soul, so I can go break the law out in their jurisdiction. Their jurisdiction's their jurisdiction. Our jurisdiction is ours. Anything inside our borders, if we have some land and it's set up and it's and we can uh, arrange to have it removed from the tax rolls, they're expecting. Uh, they are not given any authority to come on that land unless we request them. If somebody comes on, if somebody from the outside comes into our land and starts damaging us and breaking the state laws, we can request that they come take care of their guy who's breaking their law on our land. You know, we we work together with them. They stay in their jurisdiction. We stay in ours. Okay. Yeah, that was a just a word, uh, a research word. You know, for people looking for this, Elamosner is just the bridge to bring them over to meet you and find out what word you're using. So that's just yeah. a connect, connection okay. point. Just just wanted to get that out there. Okay. The next line is the title of your office. The default is manager. For many years, we used the, the title, the default title of overseer. Uh, overseer is a lot longer word. We try to keep the words and titles and, and names of entities as short as possible so they'll fit in government forms and so they'll fit on, on my one-page trust document. It's really an elegant trust. It, it's... Uh, covers everything, uh, but sometimes I have to fudge a little bit on space because the and size of font because the words are the titles of offices or the titles of organizations are too long. So to keep it keep it as short as possible. Um, I, I changed to manager for several reasons for the title for the corporation sole office. The corporation's soul is a city government recognized as having the power of a municipal corporation by the state of Wyoming and several other states. Uh, and they used to have a city mayor. He was the guy in charge. Now they have a city manager or a city administrator. And either manager or administrator works really good uh, for administrating the affairs of your religious society or managing the affairs of your religious society. 
So those are the the um, the that's the default. Manager is the default, but you could use uh, uh, administrator, advocate, uh, leader, pastor, vicar, rabbi, prophet, elder, anything you want. Uh, okay. The, I have a uh, question here. Okay. A quick question. When you see, let's say somebody already has it in their mind, they, they listen to the show, and they, they want to start out with the trust. So you have trust and corporation sold here. So what would they, how would they look at it with just the trust eyes, if you will? Because you have corporation sold, name required. They're obviously going to skip that line. but would Many they, people but, do. Yeah, they, they're okay, required. But, there. Okay, the reason is yeah. I'm a religious court judge and I don't know anything. The only thing I know about you is what you tell me. And I am creating a trust, which is that third line there required, but it has to be based upon a request from your founding society. Okay. So, and, like, for example, and sent for, to me by the manager of your common law corporation soul that you already have. You have a you have okay. a position as the head of that family that, that you know we're we're default calling a manager, but I deal with your request that comes from the society through your common law head of the society, which would become the corporation's sole title. Okay, let me throw an example in here. Let's say I got my heart set on Standing Rock. Now, Standing Rock would be Standing Rock Charitable Religious Trust. That would be that name. And then no, the it would founder. be Standing Rock Society, Okay. Standing right. Rock then, Mission, and Standing yes. Rock Trust. Okay, okay. So the founder. Yeah, you don't so have everybody, to put Standing Rock Charitable Religious Trust. Okay, so everybody, every, if you're going to get a trust, you're going to have to fill out the corporation's soul in there. You just, you just, it's required, like it says. It's going to be required. So I just want to put a note here for people. And the example is Standing Rock. Right, Standing Rock Society, then Standing Rock Mission, Standing Rock whatever you trust. want to say. So, trust. For a corporation's sole name. Okay. Got yeah, it. that's good. Thank you. Got and it. Then I'm just the, trying the, to cover it all. Yeah, and the, the, I say manager's name if different from above because sometimes the applicant is the wife because she's the better one at the word processor and uh, and she wants her husband to be the manager. So that's where you make those changes or entry. The, excuse me. Uh, and then the first religious trust name. We've covered that, I think. When you request additional trusts, it might be Standing Rock Trust 2, Standing Rock, Standing Rock Trust 3, Standing Rock Trust 4, and, or you might choose different names. And then the founding date for your society, and I, I 
I say can be the date of your marriage. The reason why I suggest marriage is because a society is any number of people greater than one. Adam and Eve were a society. Uh, so when you get married, you're responsible then, you're each responsible for more than just themselves. So they are the head or they are a member of the society, and that's that's a very good date that's, that uh, women can remember. Men have a hard time but uh, remembering the anniversary, but uh, at least you can find it. Uh, and your favorite name for the Almighty Creator. Uh, it's oh, incidentally, some people use the date. Uh, single mothers will sometimes use the date of their their the birth of their first child. Uh, but you know, use your 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 own discretion on that. One woman wanted to use the date of her divorce. Uh, that's okay. Whatever date you choose, that's fine. Uh, your favorite name for the Almighty Creator default is God. Uh, it's it's whatever you, however you refer to Him. Uh, and name of your ecclesiastical law books, book S. Uh, default is Holy Bible. Uh, we need a law book. Or books because as a body politic or municipal corporation which you're recognized as as a corporation soul you have the right to adopt or adapt or create your own internal spiritual law or ecclesiastical law for most people, at least most people in the United States, that's going to be the Holy Bible. So that's the default. Uh, for Jewish people, it would be the Torah. Uh, for Buddhists, it might be the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, for Hindus, it might be the Vedas. Uh, but you, you make your decision on that. Uh, the reason why you need the law book is because if... Uh, if you're if somebody tries to appeal uh, so, or tries to um, to sue somebody inside the the organization, uh, they have to use the law of the organization, unless it's a clear violation of it. You know, if you go out and rob a store or something, then then it's a violation of the, of the secular law, and they'll use that law in that jurisdiction. But if they're if there's a case involving an internal issue, then the law that governs the case is your law that you stipulate right here. And I use the example often of a traffic ticket in Sheridan, Wyoming is going to be decided under the laws of Sheridan, Wyoming. And if somebody doesn't like the decision of the court and they appeal it to Cheyenne, Wyoming, the state, they still use the law of, of Sheridan, Wyoming. So what you put here is kind of important. And okay. if you want a trustee, uh, any questions on that? 
No, I wanted to jump back up to make this perfectly clear, back up to the manager's name. Now, when you title of office, let's say we're, we're, we like manager versus overseer or something, but then directly below it you say manager's name if different from above, full name. Like in my case, I, I want to put this in my, my son's name. So his name. You put his name. His, his full name would be in there. She would be yeah. yeah right manager manager and then so I would I get maybe I'm getting ahead of myself uh, I guess we can get to my role and my um, name within the society later on we'll just bookmark that I guess so we're down to yeah, that, or, yeah you, he does not have to keep a record of the members of his group uh, right the only you okay. the only reason he can, you know in in the read me first file. There's a list of some, that gives you space to list some of the members and officers and agents and attorneys. In fact, right, that you want to appoint, but they, uh, the the reason you put them there is in case something happens to the manager. I got it. There's got there's it. something there that somebody can follow and say, well, well, the next guy I go see is Rocco. Right, so it's like a, a will in essence. Yeah, it's in but, lieu of a will. It's it's a directions yes. on how to deal with the organization in your absence. A letter of direction. Okay, perfect. Okay, thanks for clearing that up. Okay, great. It's important, I got you know, and, yeah, and that's yeah, why absolutely. we're doing this. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, okay and so the trustee's name. Okay, go ahead. That'll be kept in private. Yeah, I'm just saying, reiterating, that the only way any anybody else would be looked at or sought after is if something happened to the manager. Perfect. Right. And then and, and to be seeking a letter of direction because legally, what do we do now? Or incapacitation, death, what have you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you need other trusts, date of your marriage. Um, okay. If if you want the trustee's name to be different from the applicant, like you'd put your son's name there too. A trustee's name if different from above, full name. Put your son's name. And the manager's gender, male or female. Uh, or if you if you're you know, you can you can even uh, if you're doing this on your word processor, you can just uh, delete whichever doesn't apply. Whatever works for you. It's just uh, if I don't know, you know, Rocco, I know Rocco. And if a guy's name is William, then it's most likely going to be male. Uh, Wilhelmina is most likely female. But uh, the uh, I, I can I can tell. This is just to clarify and leave no. No stone unturned. Uh, your religious orientation. Now, this is not used in the trust or in the corporation's soul in any way. This is to give me direction. Now, if if you have up there the Holy Bible as your law book, and you put Mormon, then I would most likely get on Skype and say, do you want me to use standard works instead of the Holy Bible? 
Because for the Mormons, the standard works are the King James Version of the Bible, Book of Mormon, uh, Word of Wisdom, and uh, Doctrine and Covenants, or Word of Wisdom, or, or anyway, there's, they've got four things that they use as standard works. Uh, Doctrine and Covenants is one of them. Uh, so I, I would ask, and if, if you were Jewish and you said the Holy Bible, I would say, do you want to put Torah? Uh, you know, I would just want to make sure if you didn't clarify up there what your religious law book was and your default name for God, and you put something down here that made me question, I would want to contact you. Because I want your document to accurately reflect what you believe. Now, your your corporation soul document and your trust document are not religious statements. These are not statements of doctrine. They are the minimum and most bulletproof way to create a trust and to create a religious corporation, spiritual corporation that will be free of molestation by the government. Uh, and I say state briefly the mission, but it's best completed after receiving the draft of the corporation soul. The reason is people try to put maybe three or four lines here, expand it a little, and print in what they want to do. And 99% of the time, virtually everything there is covered in the 10-page document for the corporation soul. And it virtually always, none of it applies to the trust. So it's best for you to read the trust, read the corporation's soul and see what isn't covered. And then when you're making, when you're editing it, you put your cursor on the, the place where you have the question or you want to insert something, open it up seven lines And on the fourth line, right in the middle, you uh, put in your question, your statement, your change, and then I'll work it in in as bulletproof a wording as I can uh, so, so nobody can question it and it won't, uh, won't stand up to any uh, complaints by a judge or a prostituting attorney. Uh, the, uh, and then the last line there is, the Hague country for apostille default is Panama. Apostilles are documents that are arranged under the Convention of Apostille, the United Nations, and it's between countries, so it requires basically it's a, uh, uh, a treaty, uh, an agreement between countries to accept documents from the other country with a minimum of bureaucratic hassles. So if you want to expand your corporation's soul into the international arena, then uh, my, my suggestion is go to Panama first because their laws are, are pretty straightforward. The people aren't, but uh, you know, the lawyers are trained by U.S. attorneys, and they're just as crooked as fish hooks. But the, uh, uh, that's why I did the, the, uh, the PIF, Private Interest Foundation, document here, because 
mine is possibly the only one that protects, really protects the interests of the beneficiary. All the rest of them protect the interests of the Panamanian lawyers. Uh, and then you go from your Panama Private Interest Foundation. If you tried to take a, uh, if you tried to open an account in Switzerland with your corporation soul, they'd say, I'm sorry, it's a, it's a U.S. entity. And we learned our lesson dealing with United States entities. If you go to Hong Kong, they'd say, hmm, we don't want to do this. If you go to Rarotonga or Liechtenstein or Austria or somewhere, they're going to say, no, we don't deal with gringos. But you come to Panama with the corporation soul, you can do it. And then you go from Panama, your private interest foundation, then you can spread all over the world and do what King Solomon said in Ecclesiastes uh, 11.2. He said, give a portion to seven or to eight, for you know not what evil will befall the world. He's talking about investing. You, you invest seven or eight different places. There are seven continents. There are eight different market shares where you put money, including cash. So, uh, cash and gold. Uh, so you you can invest worldwide from Panama. And the way I write the documents, you have total control, and they have total responsibility. So uh, uh, it's a. Uh, it, it's a really that anyway, that's why why it's written that way. And uh, down below there are headings for founding society and different suggestions for names and uh, and comments about them. The founding society is required. It's an unincorporated entity that petitions for the corporation for for the creation of the trust. Uh, made up primarily of your family and extended family. Corporation's sole name is required. <coughs> this is the office for the above unincorporated entity, society, that petitions for the creation of the trust. Uh, the title of the officer, and there are a lot of different names for the officer, suggestions for the title. The title for the trustee is always trustee. So uh, you won't be confused there. You will be called the trustee. Uh, even though you might be the, the visionary of your corporation soul, uh, you'll be called the trustee on the trust. And then when your corporation soul becomes the trustee on the trust, you'll sign your name uh, like Rocco Vanzetti, comma, visionary, comma, trustee. And it's for, on behalf of the corporation's soul. Uh, the potential names for the trust, some people put the name of the trustee on there instead of the name of the trust. Uh, and then... Uh, when you get more than one trust, uh, examples are you know, society, mission, and or ministry, and trust for the names of the entities. 
and the trusts uh, uh, say you called it XYZ Society, XYZ Ministry, XYZ Trust, XYZ Trust 2, XYZ Trust 3, on out to uh, right now I can do eight trusts easily. Post RV I'll be able to do 20. covered uh, religious law books pretty good, but it's covered down below to refresh your memory. And the date of inception, date it began. Uh, and getting the EIN, that's not technically part of the application, but in order to understand uh, why you do, you know, a lot of people get confused when they go to get the EIN and they'll try to put the date of inception for their society uh, in when the IRS asks for the date that of uh, the beginning of the entity of the trust. What they want in the application uh, for the EIN is the date that I created the trust for you. So it would be like, uh, May 2018. They want the month and the year. That's it. Uh, there are some also some other other things there because the more times you run into something and read it, the better you remember it. I put we provide a step by step guide for applying for the online for the EIN. Uh, it's in the Z0, how to apply for an EIN for your trust, uh, using screenshots from the IRS website. You print that in color if you can and have it handy while you're applying for the EIN. In the list of entities which you might, for which you might be requesting the EIN, it's on the second page of the, applic of the online application. You go all the way to the bottom and check view additional types. Most of the problems that we've had is when people go down and they read the word trust, and they say, oh, this is a trust, and they click on trust. Right below it, it says view additional types, including tax exempt, government, and so forth. Right. So you click view additional types. The IRS asks for the starting date for your trust, which is the date your trust is created by Bait Dean Hillel. That's us. And then you stay online until you download the CP575 because they will not send one after the fact. You can also click, if you have your printer hooked up to your computer, uh, you click right beside how do you want receipt to receive it, receive it online. You can click a, another little link that says request for help downloading and printing. And as long as your computer has the printer attached with paper and ink, then you follow their directions on the screen. And their, the IRS computer will print the CP575 on your, your uh, computer, on your, your printer. And then you can scan it and send it to me. Uh, 
and by scanning it and sending it to me, I can have an off-site copy for your EIN in case anything happens to your your files. You can request a copy from us, and we can send you a, a copy of the uh, of your own EIN. So and I covered the atmosphere. Yeah, I'm your I'm your backup. I'm here to I'm here to make sure everything works. And and like I said, uh, if if we get uh, some clients, uh, then we we feel the need. Yeah, we we can um, create a, a Skype group for you know some kind of support. Not I mean a, a fair amount of support. Let me. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, qualify that, I guess. So that's an idea. And right now we're just we're just starting out, you know, at least me and you and, and Mel here. So that's an idea that will we'll, it'll probably come to fruition if enough people decide to uh, get their trust in and yeah. move ahead. Uh, the one other, the last page is how to make the trust domestic to your state and county. Uh, in some cases, like if you're going to hold land in a trust, uh, in or the uh, the bank says no, this has to be a that this has to be in this county or this state, or it's a foreign trust, then you can right. take it to the county and record it at the county, and then it's a domestic trust to your county. Uh-huh. And I give the basic directions on how to do that. Now you especially want to do this if you're going to you know, post RV, which Big Bruce on Bruce's big call, uh, he says it's supposed to happen today. It happened last night. It's going to we're going to see it today. And how many times have we heard that? But uh, anyway, the <laughs> point is, you know, you can tell I'm really excited. Uh, right. They broke my excitement button six years ago, and and. Uh, I'll wait until I get some money in a bank somewhere. That and, I can well, help you keep me. you keep you keep seeing RV, and for the people that have no idea what an RV is, you're talking the revaluation of of these foreign currencies. A totally separate subject, but yeah, yeah. If you got some foreign totally currency, and, yeah, <clears throat> we're just not focusing on that uh, right, right now. But it but it is reflected in your your price structure. So, um, so it is yeah. relevant. It's a relevant topic. It's a relevant topic. So. Yeah. And it's also mentioned in some of the uh, the uh, support documents uh, how you can right. take uh, take something that is in your your name right now that you bought on behalf of your society and say, okay, I'm no longer holding this in my own name. I'm I'm giving it to the – right now, the foreign currencies aren't worth very much money. So if you have, say, $1,000 worth of something like Iraqi dinar and you pass it over to the trust, you're passing $1,000 at today's value. Okay, say it, it revalues today and it becomes worth uh, $3.5 million. You passed it when it was worth a thousand. The IRS cannot come after you for passing three and a half million. They can't right. say you had three and a half million right. in your name. So that's the purpose of doing this. 
Aha. Uh, that, that, the, light, the light bulb went on with that. Okay, that's very good to know. Okay. And you can do the same uh, if you, if you know, if years ago, if you got a corporation sole, uh, you, I, one of the documents that comes that you get when you apply for the corporation sole is a spreadsheet. And there you can list everything you're holding in your name on behalf of your family, with your house, your car, your tractor, your farm, your all these things that you're holding on behalf of your your family, you can put on that spreadsheet and then I take the data off the spreadsheet and put it into an affidavit form and send it back to you. And you file that, you notarize it, make your six copies, keep one, make your six copies of the the, the um, corporation sold, notarize them, and keep one, send five to the resident agent. And... Uh, when that gets filed, you never own that stuff. And this is done under state law. State law has the same effect as a settled Supreme Court decision, unless it's overridden or over, overridden by, uh, superseded by a, a federal law. There's not going to be a federal law that can do that because of the First Amendment's free exercise of religion. They can't make a, a federal law that overrides free exercise. So you have the right to do that. And uh, and then your uh, all this, this property is no longer yours and never was yours, and, and it's not subject to... Uh, uh, to being taken for claims against you, uh, if that makes sense. Um, we have court cases that back this up. It's not just something you have to trust Bernie for. Uh, one of them is a California case, fairly recent, uh, called County of San Luis Obispo versus Delmer and Molly Juanita Ashurst where the county was trying to take land that had been given to them to use for a religious retreat. And um, he hadn't done anything with the land, with the title, until after the lawsuit was filed. And then he created the corporation sold under California statutes, which aren't really very good. Not nearly as strong as Wyoming. And then he said, he told the, the state, I can't, uh, he told the county, I can't give you this land, told the court, because it was given to me to make a religious retreat, and it's now in a corporation's soul. So you can't have it. And the, the county attorney said that's, uh, fraudulent Conveyances Act, and the court can just walk across that real fast. Or uh, Fraudulent Transfers Act. They call it different in different states. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, so the judge said no. It was given to him for that, and you can't have it. Uh, the laws on corporation soul, the spiritual laws, 
uh, are for, we get them from the common law of England and and so forth, and they're they're ages old, and and you're not gonna you can't take it, and the property of the corporation soul can't be taken for the to satisfy claims against the titled officer, and they can't take the titled officer's property for claims against the corporation soul. It is not an alter ego. And we have that real solid from a case where they were claiming fraudulent transfers act. So we're, we're, we're sure we're on solid law on this. They, um, the initial court that heard it was the lowest court in the county. The county, the county hospital appealed the case and it went to a, a an appeals court. And the appeals court said, no, the lower case court got it right. So it's doubly solid. Because this is an affirm, affirmed case on an appeals case. And it's the lowest courts, lowest two courts in California. So uh, you know that it's going to be that solid at least all the way up to the world court. You're in good shape. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Any more questions? Um, <clears throat> no, I think, uh, yeah, we, we ran through this quite effectively and efficiently. So for what we wanted to do, for everybody who has an application out in front of them, um, I, I saw Marcus trying to call. So he, he joined late, but <clears throat> me and Marcus are in the same boat. We need to get this application done. And, um, you know, I'm doing it. Make sure he gets the new son. one. <laughs> um, well, what, what you sent me, this is new, what I'm looking at. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that, that, that will do it because this, is, this, is, this episode was de- dedicated to be the tutorial. So, yeah, we could just... Uh, we could just end it here. Not unless, Marcus, I want to chime in with a question. No, I think that I'm going to listen to the rest of it. Hello, Bernie. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> but I'm just going to listen to the uh, to the beginning after you post it up there, Rocco, so, he, so Bernie doesn't yeah. have to repeat anything. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of this. So, yeah, great. And then uh, until we have a next episode, this is, you know, I'll just refer people. To this, I think it's episode five. But anyway, we'll just we'll just uh, get this out there in circulation. So, okay, terrific. Yeah, I don't have anything else. And like I said, we'll just we can just end this here for the sake of you know brevity and, and as a tutorial, and then just pick up on another subject for another That's episode. That's great. So, less okay, than an hour. I, yes, we got it done. Okay, okay, sounds. Sounds good. Thank you, Bernie. And we got one in the bucket, one in the can. So, okay, I'll I'll just pull the plug, and then uh, until we meet again. Thank you, thank you. Okay, All right, have sure. a good gentlemen. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you guys. <laughs> bye bye. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.